When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Okay, we have begun recording and you will tell me what this is. Great. This is great. So this is... Uh, <laughs> I really I don't know. We, I think, I don't know. I don't know if we'll release this. Okay. Um, but I'm prepared to call this a bonus episode. <laughs> okay. Something we've not done. Truly. Have Why some, would we? Have some ideas. Okay. And if we uh, like some of them, maybe we'll release it. And then if we don't, who cares? About the Rock Hall exactly. bonus episode. Wow. Um, so you got your headphone in. I just want to play you some stuff. We've already said. You hearing it? Yes. Cool. I just wanted to put on some music, get your reactions. I guess that's how I want to. Oh. Uh, I've heard this song. Mm-hmm. I don't know who it's by, though. It's a song from the 60s. Do you like it? I do. Yeah, it's fun. It reminds me of the zombies. Mm-hmm. And it also reminds me of the Beatles. Yeah, it definitely has that vibe to it. Uh, this song has actually been played by Wings uh, in concert before. Really? Yeah. Uh, let me pull up another. Let's see. Let's try this one. a little soft I'll turn it up crank that well, I want to make sure you can you can hear it and appreciate it I can't it's got a jangly ass groove to it uh, it's got a bit of a you know early like early 70s rock and roll mm-hmm. vibe it's like they're still the hippies are still around but they yeah. they've gone electric right that's yeah. what it is they're, it's like they're getting a little psychedelic yeah uh, that's what they're plugging like in is this the moody blues what excuse me is this the moody blues yeah it is so was the first one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're trying to trick me into liking the moody blues <laughs> yes i think it might be time to put it to bed <laughs> so I'm just going to play you some Moody Blues songs, <laughs> songs that were hits, songs that are uh, played on FM radio. Okay. I mean, I like this song. It's fine. I like the first one a lot more. Yeah. So that was, so a guy named Denny Lane, who was the, the lead singer for one album, but the founder of the group. That was him. And he ended up being in Wings, which is why Wings would play it, because it was like his big hit song before. What was it called? Go Now. Yeah. You better. I, I like that song. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Let me see if Here's I can... the thing. Are any of these songs legendary? 
I don't think so. Speaking of legendary. Oh, boy. This song is called Legend of a Mind. <laughs> from an album called In Search of the Lost Chord. Yeah, we're back in this. They're... Dare I say that the Moody Blues are back on their bullshit with this song? <laughs> I think they, I like this is, this is what I'm thinking of when I'm. It's like you know, it's nice. It's got that '60s psychedelia mm-hmm. no, it's vibe. It's got real. the, it's got the like the Who. This feels like the Who. Uh huh. Yeah. This feels like, you know. It's like the Who plus strings and some like progressive edge to it yeah let's, try, let's do a few more from one or two more from i this mean this album. song sounds like uh, you know this could be like this song i haven't been listening to the lyrics which is unlike me mm-hmm. but it, it feels like it could be about did you just say timothy leary's dead mm-hmm. oh my god okay like, what were you going like, to say? I was like, this sounds like the type of song that like you could figure out later. They're like, yeah, we would just, you know, telling. I was just sitting like that. He was on mushrooms near a pond one day and was like imagining what a frog's inner monologue would sound like and wrote a damn song about it. That's mm-hmm. what this sounds like. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I don't think I'm that far off. I don't hate the Moody Blues. I just hate that they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, I'm tr- to I'm be a, clear. I'm going to build a, I'm trying to build a build case Build a here. case? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is, Another frog I this is inner in monologue. No, we're not. We haven't even scratched the surface. Okay. Because part of the part of the case is that they have many. Uh, <laughs> 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 what is they have, this? They have very many uh, hits and songs what that are, uh, I'd say, this quite nice. This is like Christopher Cross around Pooh Corner or whatever. Is that? Wasn't that a thing? There's like a... Christopher Cross did Winnie the Pooh song? No, I don't know if he did or not, but this sounds like... Oh, uh, like, like if you took Christopher yeah, Cross and... And, and, and he sang that song like, you know... To Piglet? Yeah, there's like a song from Winnie the Pooh that sounds like this. Oh, sure. Some kind of Pooh corner. Um, do you have a problem? No, but I'm just like, this is not rocking... This isn't rocking my butt right now. I'm not feeling rocked. All right. I'll it's like sweet, though. You could it? definitely play this... You know, you could. The other thing is, you know, you could play this song in front of children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one would be upset. No, yeah, it'd be. It'd this be would be like this by is, a brook. Everyone's, you yeah, know, this maybe was a, like a, a teacher time, in a sundress is reading a picture book to a, a bunch yes, of exactly. kids. Yes, exactly. Well, and also this was a time when, like, you know, parents were listening to rock and roll, but they also had young children. Like now, everybody, I don't know. <laughs> that's that's just a stray thought. The yeah, idea of like how much when you were like people were in their twenties with children. Yeah, there was a gener- the, this generation that yeah. came up with this music uh, in their twenties were having kids. Yeah, getting married and having kids. Yeah, yeah, and they had to also frolic you know, through the meadow while yeah. listening to Voices in the Sky yeah. from the album In Search of the Lost Chord. Jesus Christ, Oh, this, is, this isn't more of a yeah. yeah. This is a bop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I needed to get you a little bit more back to, back yeah. to the rock and roll uh, country. Yeah. Welcome know. to Rock Nation, Kristen. Yeah. Oh boy. This is nice. 
It's very nice. It's quite nice. This is nice. He it's it, he said lovely to see you again, my friend. That fills me with how, warm feelings. How do you, I feel how very do you good. Not, yeah. I feel very good. I'm like, thank you, sir. It is lovely to see. This song is like the postman could sing this song to you. Yeah, tip his hat. In your tiny British, you know, village. Give you, you your package of figgy pudding. Yeah. For example. That he brought to you from the local market. <laughs> They're sending you mail. <laughs> well, I couldn't get out. I've been under the weather and they hurt. Right. So You've... they sent me a package of figgy pudding. What's, what's a good uh, British ailment that you could have? I don't know. You're convalescing? Yes. I've, oh, I've come down with a case of the wobbly knees. The collie wobbles? Is collie wobble... Collie wobble's like a wimp, right? No. Is collie wobble a... You, I mean, you could just be making up words. Yeah. And I well, believe you. Thank you. The song was written while the singer was battling the collie wobbles. What is this? We've got a soft, we've got a soft start. I'll turn it up. Not entirely sure. It sounds like this could be the beginning of like a, um, like a, uh, like a, like a rock song from the eighties. Do you know what I mean? Like it's about to just like kick in with like some really like ripping electric rock, guitar. Rock, Yeah, some like guitar. hair metal type shit where they like start with a little. No, see now we're back in the like dirge of the blues, man. Those moody blues. I mean, I like Bell and Sebastian. Like, you're not, I, it's not that I, you know, don't understand the appeal of this music. Man, Bell and Sebastian, there's one. Do you think someone will ever talk about them on our show? I'd like that. It's possible. We're friends with enough people, I think, who would. Yeah. Uh, I, I would love to have that conversation. Then, oh my gosh, wow. You want to know the existential crisis? This is very The Who as well. Yes, this sounds like it could be a, yeah. a lost track from Tommy. For sure. Um, I just had a little existential moment where I was like, oh my God, without the Moody Blues, would there be Bell and Sebastian, a band Ooh. that I love? Yeah, wow. maybe not. Oh, man. Because you have to, the, the thing you have to consider is that the Moody Blues had a very long career. And they were British. So, you know, yeah. I'm sure that Stuart Murdoch was in some way. This song is... I've heard this song. This song rolls. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, wars. some hippie yeah. shit. <laughs> We're in there. Shit. Yeah, happy to Yeah. I'm into it. This is cool. Listen, I, I like I've said, I don't hate the Moody Blues. I mm, don't well, like based that on, they are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Based on how you... Uh, sometimes you behave on this show wow wow Did as you? though as no. though you have a deep-seated hatred for them no and, and maybe maybe the purpose of this bonus episode is to clear the air because yeah maybe to let our fans know that i don't hate the moody blues i just don't think that they're legendary i'm like so they did have a really long career and honestly this is eye-opening the amount of songs that you are playing that i'm like I'm like okay are pretty cool mm-hmm some, some, I've some have been underwhelming, and yes. you know, I'm, I'm just uh, picking around here, just like them on their lutes. Yeah, you know, they picking around. They, they pull those socks up high, and they go to the meadow, and They're they just picking around on those lutes, and just picking around on their little picnics by the stream. What is this? Gonna be? I think this is uh, a personal favorite of mine. 
Yeah, but you really like Avalon by Roxy. Oh, hold on. Yeah. Okay. I like a little piano groove, you know. Boy, I mean, this is just some happy, clappy music yeah, right for here. Sure. Which is a favorite of mine. I mean, my mm-hmm. gosh, you know what one of my favorite songs is? Give it to me. Um, uh, God, I can't name her off the top of my head. Oh, um, well, I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> no, the one that uh, I'm just trying to think of the name of it, and I can't because this music is playing. Yeah, of course. But the one that goes, I think it's so groovy now that people we'll reach out in the get, darkness. Yeah. yeah. I like that song a people lot. Are finally, you love it when people are finally getting together. I do, too. I do, I do too. <laughs> I do, too. Okay. I, do, I know that you agree. Yeah, I love it when people are finally getting together. But I love that song. Like, I really like it a lot. So groovy now. It's not what it's called. It's called Reach Out of the Darkness. That's why I was having a hard time thinking. Damn. But I like, I don't mind like a cheesy, fun, happy song. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That was really nice. We've covered this, I think, yes. by now. Yes. But also, but this is a mood. The kids would say this is a mood. This is a hashtag mood. This is a mood. Uh, this is my vibe. Um, I listen to this song and I'm like, sane. <laughs> Tuesday oh, after God. mood, you know. Yeah. Thank you. Mood, mood's day after mood. Oh, my God. You know, you have to more wonder. Like, Tuesday after more like mood's bay. <laughs> Afternoon. How dare you? And kids, how, if kids are listening, they're, are they're they're honestly going ass queen to me right now. Oh no! They are they are throwing up their hands with those emojis and they're saying yes, no. slay. Guess what? No, they are not. And that's with a clap emoji after In between every word. Every word. Yeah. Oh well. Did, and I'm sure you spelled moods bay with B A E. Girl, yes, of course. I mean, you know what's a mood? The moody blues. Yeah. That was why I said it. I thought you were saying it more. Right. No, I was also saying it in the current. I see. In the current context, it was a double, double. Let's double, and let's. It was a double, double, no cheese. J.K. All cheese. Wow, all, always cheese. Um, I mean, also just big ups to him for being able to hold that note. Mm-hmm. Truly. Oh boy. I couldn't not. You know, is I had somebody, to do it to him. Is, <laughs> Is somebody about to start reading from a book? No? That's at the end. Oh. So I don't think we're going to get there. Okay. But we, we can travel. We can travel through the song to the end. We're you know a- what? This song is awesome. This song kicks ass, and this it's song cool. elevates them it's to... long. You think this is what gets them in? You think I think they have, white a, Santin, they have a strong foundation, but this song is an all-time banger classic i also hate the way i just said satin um uh so you, you're me you mean to tell me it was nicer and white satin? yeah okay hold on okay so let me get this straight so you get knights but it's not spelled with okay, a k so satin. it's spelled uh i i mean oh my wait it's, it's spelled, it's with, spelled an with just an n so it's not day it's uh it's night oh okay oh okay I see. so we're, we're having our evenings dressed in white satin i mean here's the thing this is a sexual song I'm listening. In this part, <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening. And it's kind of like it really. I mean, how long is this song? Seven minutes long? Yeah, including the what they call the late lament, which is when the guy starts talking. Oh, okay. 
I mean, but this, you're right. People fucked to this song for sure. A lot. That's what I mean. Like, I feel like this is the kind of song. Is it, does this start a does this start a side of an album, or oh, finish gosh. a side of an um, album? Like, you're gonna have to give me a, a second because to me, I'm willing to say no doubt. <laughs> I'm I'm willing to say there are many, you know, children who should be named. I'm listening. <laughs> um, no, it, it ends. It ends the album, so it, it ends, ends the second, the side. second side. Yeah. Well, that's good because then you you like you start making out at the beginning of the album, it's, and by the end, you're just like postcoitally listening to someone do the late lament or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's why people like this so much. That's why all the old people because they have reached climax, yeah. and now they're listening to an old man yeah. lull them to sleep. Exactly. That's yeah, funny. I mean, I get it. I guess I get it. <sighs> Do I hate them as much as... I don't hate them. First of all, I will go on record as saying I never hated them. Do I think that they don't... Do does also, giving this whole <clears throat> song a time... Like, does, does like really getting into it make me feel less angry about their inclusion in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes. It makes me feel less angry. Mm -hmm. Now, this was 1967. So, I'm just, I'm gonna pull up the top uh, songs from 1967. Okay. Year-end. Is it gonna be some real just lame ass cornball stuff and then we're gonna have yeah I mean like we're having like the, the glorious moody blues in here to save rock and roll well you know the number one song of 1967 was To Sir With Love by Lulu from the movie To Sir With Love I've got to imagine I, is that I, a song I should pull up you think yes cause I I'll tell you right now I don't know how it goes I bet it's some kind of ballad okay so in contrast, let's let's hear Two Sir with Love. Wow, big contrast. All these strings. <laughs> oh, it's kind of a duopy. It's a bit windy by the association. Yeah, I've heard people songs. sing this at karaoke. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a odd but it's this song is like fine so that's kind of we've also i mean we're working with uh what else was we've still got like i'm a believer by the monkeys uh so there's still like a lot of corny kind of funsies yeah um i mean but people aren't openly doing drugs on the radio yet yes um Frank and Nancy Sinatra are doing something stupid, so they're still like yeah, that era is still kind of going. It's kind of, kind of the Perry Como outro now. We're like on mm-hmm. the on the decline from that. And let me see if Como even if he was still on the still charting. He was he was I, at this point. There's uh, I don't see him on the charts. Uh, I'm Do- curious what Wendy by the Association. I'm sure we'll recognize it. Oh yeah, everyone knows it's Wendy. You know that song. Yeah. Oh, oh I I knew that before. Mm-hmm. This started just for the yes, record. For the if record. anybody is wondering, the streets of the city. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. Smiling at everybody she sees. 
Okay, so this is kind of what yeah, music it was, still is. And kind of the monkeys type vibe. That's like very cheerful. And then we, we, we hit them with. People are just like, yeah, oh, you cannot see this. And I don't know if anyone will ever hear this, but Joe did just do a weird Jesus fallback slow yeah. motion kind of. I don't. I wish I could tell you what it was. So I think that the, that context is important uh, to them. Yeah. That they were pushing pushing the envelope. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. That is, in context, that's interesting. And this, so this album was Days of Future Past, Platinum. Uh, the next album, Gold. That was the next year. Then two albums in 1969, Platinum and Gold. Then another album in 1970, Platinum. This is in uh, America, not even where they're from. Then 1971, another album, One Gold. 1972, another album, Gold. So they have a stretch there where they're putting out an album every year, and it is wildly successful. 67, 68, 2 and 69, 70 and 71, and, and 72. And they're all going, if not gold, most of them going platinum. Uh, then the next release, 78, goes platinum. The next release, 81, which I believe is their... In your wildest dreams. <laughs> no, the wildest dreams was like the late 80s, because I was like alive. Correct. Yes. So this was, I think we had heard the, we heard the, no, we didn't. Maybe I'll throw that on. So 81. Crank that. I'll crank some sort of soldier boy. Uh, he'll get in. For, first year eligible. <laughs> FYE. Without a doubt. <laughs> We're about to get to your favorite part. Oh no. Mm-mm. Now it sounds like a Disney movie. It sounds like a ballet. It's beautiful. And I love a ballet. I don't I like classical music. I'm like chill with all of it. This man is going to come on and people are just like rolling off each other, smoking Breathing. cigarettes inside their houses. <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? I do, of course. <laughs> like people look back and lament. If they if they were outside, they're looking up at the stars. Yeah. Really thinking about their place in the world. Yeah. I, I had a burp. I was not breaking uh, <laughs> up. Choking up. I was not choking you were up. choking up because you love Lord <laughs> of the Rings so much. You know, you're looking up at the stars, thinking it's about, like, thinking about, like where, um, you know, like where you fit in this whole damn thing. And how you're gonna get the ring to Mordor? It's like. <laughs> I can't. Red is gray this and is, yellow white. It's also, it is a legit poem. They're rhyming. I can't with this. They need to stop. Play me something from the 80s, Joe. Okay. So here is their song from 81. It's called The Voice. Their comeback. And I think it was. Uh, the Voice. It's four people, four current pop stars. Yeah, so initially when the song was released, it was Blake Shelton, Adam Levine, CeeLo Green, and Christina Aguilera. But, you know, wow, you know a lot about The Voice. Legitimately, I was like, who's on The Voice? I think it's Gwen Stefani in The Voice well, now. Well, I don't know I don't know anymore, but they got rid of CeeLo and uh, Christina. Like, and I believe you, they replaced yeah. them with like Pharrell and uh, Shakira. And then I think they replaced them. They kept replacing them with a blonde and a black guy. So then after that, it was like Usher and Gwen Stefani. 
who stayed, who's the OGs, the first two? Well, Blake and Adam Levine never leave. Oh. Uh, Great. I'm also, if I can be clear, this is a television show I have never watched (laughs) one second of. I've never seen it But there are so many billboards in Los Angeles that I'm able to... Also, this song sucks. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) Unreal. I don't like it, and I wanted to... No, I don't hate it. I just, no, I don't like it. So it went, it was CeeLo and Christina... Why are you doing that? And then it was Shakira and no. Usher, then back to CeeLo and Christina, and back Wait, to Shakira. Wait, they came, they switch off? They came they, back. But the white guys stay put. Yes. What else is new? And then oh. back to Shakira and Usher, and then to Gwen Stefani and Pharrell, back, then to Christina and Pharrell, then to Gwen and Pharrell, Pharrell and Christina, I Miley Cyrus this. and Alicia Keys, I then- I hate this, please, why? And the whole time it's been... Right now it's Kelly Clarkson, Alicia Keys. Can you turn this song down on your computer? Because I'm doing the best I can for here. But I'm at the risk of it not playing mm-hmm. anymore. Understood. Um, so anyway, back to... So this is from an album called Long Distance Voyager. I do not like this song. Because this is a hard time for music. 81 is a difficult year to be making good music. And they managed to, they managed to put out a platinum album. Who's a band. making good music in 1981? What's on the Talking, charts right oh, now? Okay. I know, like the Talking Heads. That's but, what I'm saying. Like right. the bands that I like in 1981, they don't sound like this. But also, I bet they were not making the. Sure. So yeah, eight, I mean, yeah, it gets dismal in the. Yeah, 80s. that's what I mean. It, it like, gets rough. What's the charts right now? So like the number one song of 1981 is Betty Davis Eyes by Kim Carnes. Fine. And then we've also got Endless Love with Lionel Richie yes. and, and Diana Ross. Uh, and then we're also getting Kenny Rogers with Lady, uh, Rick Springfield, Jesse's Girl. Okay, I mean it's just like eh. I love I mean, a rainy night fun. by Eddie Rabbit. I do not know that. Ario Speedwagon, well, keep on loving you. Come on, yeah. <laughs> oh no, uh, God, this is two songs called <laughs> Nine to Five. <laughs> one Dolly Parton, one Sheena Easton. Oh my gosh. Wait, how does the Sheena Easton one go? I think that's... Baby takes the morning train. He works yeah. from nine till five. I thought that one was called Morning Train. It's Morning Train. Parentheses. Nine, nine to five. five. Please, can you not play this song anymore? Can I you think, be playing a different okay. song? Well, a lot of people think it's cool. I, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I do not um, like this So, yeah, song by the time all. we get to 86, then, with the Moody Blues, mm-hmm. and this is 21 years into their career, we get... Uh, Yeah, um, what was I? Oh yeah, eighty-one. So eighty-one's dismal. We don't need to dwell on it. My gosh. With, with some. Uh, I mean, it's not horrible. It's just like those are not. Those aren't the jams. Which I I it sounds I, like in excess right now. Never tear us apart. Yeah, one of my favorite in ex- my favorite in excess song for sure, and a really good song from the eighties mm-hmm. that I like. And they have a lot of bangers. Yeah. I mean, uh, this song, I guess uh, one, another thing. So, yeah, Nights in White Satin, I think, alone as a, uh, as like an iconic song, I think elevates them. I think what also elevates them is that they were able to maintain relevance for over 20 years. You know what, Joe? I want to ask you this. Mm-hmm. Do you think anybody said any of this when they were arguing for them in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? In the room? Yeah. Or were they like... Yeah, you know, you, you think, these, you, these guys are my buddies. We got to get them in. I They're think, pretty no. sad because all their friends are in, and they didn't get to go to the party. 
if anything, the late inclusion, the late lament of their inclusion. Oh my goodness. Is that they were looked over for so long. So you can't really try to argue that they have buddies in the nominating committee because I I, the, during my little treatise here, uh, Kristen is only singing and dancing, which I think helps my point. This is the song came out when I was a very young child, mm-hmm. and it played a lot on MTV. Yeah. And it was a top ten hit. That is hard to do. Yeah, I, and I, then they followed it up with a song, another hit called I Know You're Out There Somewhere. Did it do well? It did do well. I mean, it's got that. It is almost a, it's, it is almost okay. a direct sequel song. They, And the videos are sequels of each other. So like Your Wildest Dreams is a guy remembering his like, first love yes he's like do you remember me you know the way I remember you and this one he's like oh I still love you I know you're out there I'll find you (laughs) (laughs) this song is not as good no it's not Um, did this song chart it was number 30 which is not bad. But, you know, what? Yeah. Your Wildest Dream was number nine because it's a bop. Wait, it didn't make it to number one? No. On adult contemporary, it did, as you can imagine. I can't. It's like one of the most oh adult God, contemporary songs. Is that songs. still a chart? Mm-hmm. Does adult contemporary Do you want to know who's, who's, who's charting on adult contemporary? Okay, can I guess? Right now. Can I say what I think is definitely the number one song? Perfect sure. by Ed Sheeran. Is that number one? Let, well, I got a girl. I got to find it. <laughs> All right, here we go. List of number one hits on the adult contemporary chart. I think it's going to be perfect by Ed Sheeran. Okay. Because that's the only song I can think of, though. Does Celine Dion have any songs out right now? And for the 18th week in a row, the number one song on the adult contemporary charts is perfect by Ed Sheeran. Since February. Yeah, I'm sure. It's late June right now. Yeah. Uh, before that, it was What About Us by Pink for about four weeks. What song is that? I don't know. I guess do we have to listen to it. No. Okay. I mean, what about oh. us? I don't know. That's I was going to go, what about us? And it's over now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Play it just so that we All can right, tell yeah. what, it, what it is. And also so that this song will stop. Understood. Because I did not like that one very much. I think I think I've heard this song. Adult contemporary. What do you think? What are the what are the qualifications to be an adult contemporary song? Does it? I think I was right. This song, I think, goes. What about us? Not as over now. The number one contemporary single in early January of this year was a song by Sia called Santa's Coming For Us. Wait, what? I don't know. Oh, my God. I was like, Sia is great, and I really Mm -hmm. like her, but I do not know that song. And that sounds like a threat also. Mm -hmm. Santa is coming for us. Run, lock your damn chimney. 
Right. So it's like a lot of Ed Sheeran. Oh, he yeah. Was... Here we go. What about us? I, did, I, I, I have heard this song. So how do you be on the adult contemporary chart? Do you know what the I'll, I'll look into are? it because it, I, to me, it's like, are, are there new songs being played on Coast 103.5? Oh. You know, like a, a station that otherwise is playing like it's Whitney like Houston. It's like what music can you play in the office? I guess mm-hmm. adult contemporary is like music that is appropriate to play in the office, uncontroversial for middle-aged white people. But I'm going to try to get to the bottom of like what technically. So yeah, they're played on adult contemporary radio stations. Oh. Which I would assume out here, coast is coast, one of them. Or like the mix in Chicago, but the mix gets, I don't know. Yeah, what? probably anything that's like kind of light rock or light. Soft rock. Soft rock. Is, is that I'm, I'm, still I hesitate to even say rock. Can you please also stop this song? Oh, I'm sorry. For sure. I really am not enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Understood. <laughs> I wanted it to be over, yes, and now I it is. Uh, Legitimately, the song that I've enjoyed the most in the past couple ones was Wild Streams. Is mm-hmm. this them? Mm-hmm. Is this that first song? No, I haven't played this one yet. But oh. you know, but you you know this song. Is this Ride My Seesaw? This is Ride oh, My Seesaw. God. I mean, I get it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Like, it and is. it's like, it, it, this is a better version than watching uh, dudes who are nearly 80 singing it. <laughs> You're right about that. Yeah. Which? Drama. Yeah. I mean, but this song is not legendary. Well, I guess what the, the point is that if you have, you know, 12 songs that are recognizable and solid in addition to maybe having one or two iconic songs and a very long career uh, in addition to being influential and like kind of pushing the edge at an early time when it when that doing that kind of thing mattered in the 60s mm-hmm. does that a rock and roll hall of fame career make wow you know i will be honest with you and say that my rage has been tempered. I'm not as angry as I was. I'll take that. And I also think that coming to that conclusion about them being the precursor to Bell and Sebastian. Mm-hmm. That did it for you? It really kind of, well, it did put things into perspective for me. Like mm-hmm. Bell and Sebastian, a band that I love and would think think is important <laughs> i mean okay. i think For, it's to you personally. i think it's important you know i'm like dang dang dude they definitely come from a but like do i think the polyphonic spree should be in no well, no one's saying that i know but they have a very moody blues type thing i'm just like mm-hmm. all these like big well, i guess the edward thing... sharp and the magnetic zeros or even the fucking lumineers in some ways mm-hmm. they all sound like this i think you can be Exalted, not exalted, is maybe a little strong, but you can be respected for being influential even if a lot of the bands you influenced are not so great. Because you made an impact, you know. And there are, but you you threw out a lot of examples that you yeah. were kind of yeah. rolling your eyes I was at. Like, yeah, no thanks. Or that they just. It's a little. It's kind of. This is. This is cool. Yeah, tribal, almost. Well, and I just like things that start like this, and I dig 
I dig a baseline, baby. I dig a baseline. Oh yeah, this is this. Yeah. Right. Oh wow. Interesting. But they played this song. I, I know, know this they song. Did. I know they did. I'm just giving you an extra extra taste. I like the opening of it mm-hmm. a lot. And this song is pretty cool. No, this song is cool. I'm glad it happened. Yeah. I may have missed one or two, but I think I played roughly 16 songs. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay, and one by Pink. <laughs> one by Pink, one by The Association, uh, and one by Lulu. We had a real education here today. Yeah. I'm not so angry anymore. Well, well, this was fun. If you like this, let us know at rockhallpod at gmail.com. Uh, I don't know. We just thought maybe every once in a while we drop something kind of fun uh, if we happen to be in the studio and, you know, we were feeling it. So, I don't know. If you like this kind of stuff, let us know. And if we feel like we need to address something, whereas I do feel like we had some responses where people were like, Kristen yeah. is too hard on Moody Blues. We, I did get some messages wow. in that regard. So I maybe sometimes what it feels like something needs to be done. Wow. <laughs> the course needs to be corrected. needs to be addressed. Yeah. I did never hated them. I just was hard on them. Mm-hmm. I'm, You know, I still am not like hundo on the hall worthiness of them, but I really don't resent it as much as I did prior to this foray into their catalog I'm glad. So, and the context surrounding it so thank you joe hey and i'll see you in your wildest <laughs> dream <laughs> that is a no that is oh boy um all right well thanks for listening to this weird thing guys uh you'll have a real episode real soon i promise okay bye It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.